For years, Martin Gramatico is the only one scoring points for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We're going to bring him in the studio in a couple of minutes. I love that uh, athletes choose to live and stay here in the Tampa Bay area when they're done with their uh, you know, athletic careers Yeah, and uh, continue to give back to the community. In a couple of minutes, we'll bring Martin Gramatica in the studio. It was funny. I saw uh, Martin at uh, Chipotle a little while ago Yeah, and uh, was talking to him. And as I'm talking to him, I just see everybody turning and pointing and going, that's Martin. Yeah, but also, and I'll bring this up to Martin, uh, it's because it's because of that ridiculous hair that he has. <laughs> oh, come on. He, he looks like uh, he looks like those trees where the moss blow, blow, blows and attaches itself to the tree. Uh-huh. It comes a time. He's a father now. He's got to cut the hair. It's a good look. The funny thing is, is, and I'll bring it up to him when he's in there, his, his kid has his face and his hair but his wife's hair color. Mm-hmm. So it looks like a blonde version of Martina. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's Martina Ratta getting the studio next. First, though, brand new open letter from Galvin. Here we go. And now, an open letter from Galvin. This is an open letter to prescription drug commercials on TV. Dear prescription drug commercials on TV, seriously? Do you have an elephant sitting on your chest? Is your teen son growing breasts? Did you have something done with vaginal mesh? (laughs) Better question, what the hell is vaginal mesh? (laughs) I see commercials for Humira every two minutes, but I still have no idea what it's for. Is that the one for when it feels like you're sitting on barbed wire? Or is it for if you look like Danny Glover and you laugh and cry uncontrollably? (laughs) I don't know what Celebrex is for. I assume it's for party planners that aren't good at their job. But I want to take it just from the song. Celebrex, Celebrex. All these commercials love to show you how much fun you're going to have if you take this stuff. You can go bike riding with your model girlfriend. You can go surfing with your grandma. You can play with your dog. Or just relax with your whole family in your giant white bed in your perfect farmhouse. It's weird because they never show some fat lady in slippers and sweatpants yelling at the pharmacist because they wouldn't let her common-law husband write a check that was from <laughs> issued from Kuala Lumpur. Uh, by the way, they show you all those happy images while in small print they tell you that the meds can cause all kind of other problems like night terrors, swollen feet, insomnia, hot dog fingers, sweaty ears, <laughs> hands that smell like cheese, speaking with a fake accent, Beard darkening, garbage uh. breath, female beard, blood eyes, flare face, bozo hair, and the list goes on and on. <laughs> flare face. My question is, if they know that these pills cause all that other crap, why don't they just put the cure in for that stuff in the pills when they're making them in the first place? But if you do have any of those symptoms, it's easy. Just go on the web, and with just a few simple keystrokes, you'll find out, no matter what, if you type it into WebMD, that you have cancer. <laughs> I'm Galvin from the Mike Kelta Show, and this has been an open letter to prescription drug commercials on TV. Now you see why I don't want to fix my cloudy toe. Oh, yeah. Because, uh, yeah, they sure, they have medicine for it. but You don't want hot dog fingers. I don't want, I don't want flare face, <laughs> I can tell you that. Flare face, beard darkening, all kind of terrible stuff. Speaking of hot dog fingers, I was talking to Galvin the other day when we were in the Dove. Uh, I have this mark on my finger that Mm -hmm. was not there a month ago and it's under my skin and it's dark and I asked Galvin I was like what what do you think that is and he was like don't WebMD it. I was yeah. like, yeah, I already did, and it's cancer. And I texted Deep Pasquale, and he goes, if it's still there in a couple weeks, we're going to have to do a biopsy. Because you just want to cut it off. Yeah, and it's like severe skin discoloration that I've rubbed, and it, like it's it, it's under my skin, and it's freaking me out a little bit. Yeah, hand cancer. 
I don't well, want hand cancer. Well, what's the difference? We can hang. What are they gonna, the worst thing they can do is say we're gonna have to cut your hand off. I you got another one. No, that's and not my left three, hand. They'll three D print you a new hand. You'll be fine. That would be pretty cool. Uh, you Rob, know what it is. Martin, please. You may have grayscale, like on what Game of Thrones. Scale? From oh, Game I don't of like Thrones. That. What is that? I Did don't you want touch any of those people? No. Oh yeah. No. It's these uh, creepy. They look like they're made out of stone. And they're they, like lepers. Yeah, they. Uh, if you touch them, you get this grayscale scale stuff, and it spreads all over your body. And, and then, then you turn into stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you turn into stone. So bad. Like <laughs> yeah. that. There he is. There's Martin Gramatica. Look at you. This is professional Martin. Yeah. Nice dress shirt, collar and, shirt, uh, and and suit pants. How are you, buddy? Good man. I'm trying to look good for Calta TV. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Make it look good. But you know that allergy medicine I take? No. Give me that bozo hair. <laughs> <laughs> I overheard. I overheard. Of course. I was going to say to you, you got to, that hair is just ridiculous now. You got to cut it. My wife won't let me. You're speaking out of jealousy over here because I don't have any hair. So both of my brothers are losing it, so I'm just bragging to them. Oh, that's true. You know, every time we go to a ball game, they sit behind me and they get that ball spot. Yeah. A little bit of ball spot, so they remind me that it's going. You know what? It's so funny because all my nice friends uh, do the same thing. They sit behind me and they take a picture of my ball spot and send it to me. The one good thing is I can't see it. Don't ruin it for me. I can't see it. I don't want to see it. When I look in the mirror, I think I look good. Beautiful, right? I get a picture from behind. I'm like, oh, man. I need to cut it. (laughs) I remember the first time I saw mine was. my wedding uh, photographer took a shot from the balcony above while we were all on the uh, stage getting married, and every one of us in the wedding party had a huge bald spot. And I went, oh. what is I've never <laughs> seen it before. Oh, why do they have to ruin that? How are you, buddy? I'm doing good. Thanks for I, having I me. I just ran into you this weekend at the mall. At the mall, yeah. And, and let me ask you, Galvin was bringing that up. Uh, how often do people stop you when you go to the mall? Uh, because, you know, you're you're one of those guys, not only that are you easily recognizable, but you were beloved by the community. That's why I keep the hair, so people... people are right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> if I cut it, they're like, who are you? You should wear your jersey. <laughs> people are like, that guy <laughs> looks like Grammatica, but he doesn't have the hair. The older I get, then I might wear the, uh, the jersey. Put it on, <laughs> yeah. I think the hair yeah. is doing it. No, but it's nice. You know, the nice thing about the, uh, the community here, it's been awesome. And I think it helps that I played on the Super Bowl team. Yeah. So that group of guys, everybody sure. kind of identifies with and Thanks us. They still thank us for that Super Bowl. Sure, so, uh, you. So yeah, they should be thanking you. You're the only one scoring points for all those years. Well, we we were good. We had a great defense, and yeah. uh, so. But no, it, it, it was a great. You know, that's that's where I think the Bucks need to get to, and that's what they're striving to get to get that kind of group back. They better now. This oh. Jameis kid. The pressure's on him, huh? He's got just a little bit of pressure, huh? Yeah, yeah. But so. you know, I met him a couple of times at charity events. Seems like a really got new, nice guy. So yeah. hopefully, uh, hopefully, they, you know, he seems like he's matured. You know, you never know. You throw twenty five million at him, we see what happens. But <laughs> Uh, but no, he seemed like a really nice guy. He's doing a lot of stuff in the community already. So I think I think if anybody can put him in a straight line, we'd love it. You know, he's uh, what is that like when you have a mediocre upbringing and then all of a sudden they write you a million dollar check or you know not even twenty five million. Just all of a sudden you go from nothing to. You're asking the wrong guy. I, never <laughs> pay like that, but, but <laughs> I do remember my first uh, signing bonus check, which wasn't that big. Right. I, I, but I, you went from no, but a I, kid. You had nothing well, I sprinted to, to the office like, you guys took half of my money, man. Over What's going taxes? on? I didn't know you paid taxes. I didn't know what it did. I didn't know I was getting three, $308 scholarship check. That's what I was getting a month. Right. And then I go to like a little signing bonus that was, I mean, a lot more than 308 yeah. for me. And they took half of it. I was, yeah, that, that didn't like that. Furious about it? I was not happy with taxes. <laughs> That's got it. What was the first thing you bought? Do you remember that you went out and bought? Uh, probably something for my mom. You know, she... Uh, it's in our culture. You gotta take care of your mom. So yeah, yeah but in most cultures you should. But I wouldn't. I would have been so selfish. <laughs> I would have went and bought something for me first. Yeah, I'm the one kicking. Yeah, but no, she deserved it. She had to put up with three boys, you know. Yeah. So uh, I think she deserves. It. I think. Well, I basically paid off their their house. So that's why it was the first <laughs> thing I wanted to do. Wow. Uh, and then then I took care of myself after that. That is nice. Good for you. But, uh, you're it's so funny. Your uh, your son 
is you with your wife's blonde hair. It is hilarious. Yes. Like, I look at my uh, son, and I'm pretty sure my wife created him by herself. There's none of, (laughs) right? My son, there's nothing about my son. Right, yeah. looks like me. Well, I just, you know, if if it wasn't for that nose, he's got that signature Grammatica nose and the uh, dark skin, I wouldn't claim him. I couldn't claim him. And the curly hair, because he's totally blonde. Yeah. And our daughter's light skin, straight hair, blonde, blue eyes. I'm like, when I walk around with her, like, he's uh, his wife. (laughs) People call the cops. I think Grammatica stole a kid. (laughs) Who's the mailman here? Uh, I was saying before you came in that uh, it, it's great when we have athletes and people that we all watch in the community grow, and then you guys choose to keep your home here in the Tampa Bay area. But it's even better when you continue to give back to the area, and the Gramatica brothers and the entire family with their foundation have done this great thing where they uh, give homes to wounded warriors. And, and now who is, this, who is the uh, sergeant that you have now? It's, uh, I'll give you this, but it's Yeah, Laura, yeah let me see. Laura Sellen. Oops, sorry. Sellinger. Um, she had a uh, brain injury. Uh, and, uh, you know, the way we look at it, you know, we can't discriminate the veteran to say, oh, if they're amputeed or not. We, right. we try to go through a process to pick the veteran, but in, at the end of the day, who are we to tell them they're not deserving of a home? Right. So we want to build it for, for whoever we you, can. You would build them all a home if you could. Uh, I mean, it's different. Yeah. Absolutely. Unfortunately, you know, it's hard because... The easiest thing to do is to find a veteran. Right. I mean, you go to the VA, there's thousands of veterans that need homes. Sure. Uh, so Laura is our next recipient, at which we uh, will be giving her home away tomorrow. It's on Lambright Street here in uh, Seminole Heights. So we're excited because it took us 90 days to, from start to finish. That's unbelievable. Which normally, you know, when you're, you're depending on uh, on donations or right. subs that are donating their time, usually you got you're, you're ha- kind of handcuffed to them because it's free stuff, so you have to wait for it. But these guys were great. Everybody now is getting on board, and uh, we're going to name our next recipient at our kickball tournament this year, which oh, is good. October 17th. Oh, we're getting ready this year. So I'll give you enough heads up, you know, that way uh, we can get it. We were in for Absolutely. last year, yeah. and then something was that weekend. I think I had to Con- go out of town. Or, what was it? Concert or something. You guys were playing. We were playing. Yeah. Or so, yeah, we were yeah. playing in, like, Sarasota where we had to leave early. Because other than that, we're, we're going to win. We'll be back. Yeah, we'll be back from the cruise, so we'll be ready to go yeah. for this year. All right, I'm going to mark Perfect. it down. Yeah, Perfect. be prepared to lose this year. Yeah, I don't play. I don't play. We just watch. Yeah, we good officiate. thing. Good yeah, thing you, you, don't you play, play this. You, you play on our team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let me tell you where this is going to be. It's going to be 323 West Lambright Street in Tampa. It's happening tomorrow at 9.30 a.m. It's a home dedication ceremony for Staff Sergeant Laura Selinger, who uh, had a brain injury, and now you've built this beautiful home for her. So what happens? Is this, uh, so this is in Tampa. Did Hillsborough donate the property again? No, they did. Not this time. We oh, have really? the property. So, no, the, the thing is, we, that's what we... we Try to partner up with groups and banks that donate uh, foreclosed properties. That's what happened with Charlie's first home that we built. Right. Um, we're looking at some real estate companies that have uh, properties that are, you know, that, that foreclosed that they can donate. Right. So there's a lot of options that we have out there. If you take away the money that we spent on for the lot, we could probably build a couple more homes. So that's what that's that's our goal is to be able to get some lots where we can build them. Okay. Um, and, and as far as the, the cost of the build, you know, we get so many things donated that we can get it turned around much quicker. 90 days they built the home from nothing to, uh, to something. And they're going to go ahead and uh, present this home to this uh, hero. And if you want to go there and be there tomorrow, you can join Martine and the Grammatica Family Foundation to honor uh, a wounded veteran tomorrow. Uh, there, are, there are a lot of people I see that, that are involved. This is a great spot. You got Sam's Club, Ren King, Ruth's Chris. They put a couple of stakes in there? Nice. I like that. <laughs> 
yeah. Uh, I mean, thanks, thanks to you, Rank King stepped up. I mean, they furnished, fully furnished the first one was Charlie's house. Right. Uh, fully furnished, and uh, they, they, they're always, anytime you make a phone call, whatever you need, uh, Laura had a lot of furniture because they already had a house that they're moving from. Uh, she was living with her parents, but they had a lot of furniture, so we didn't need much, but they're always there for us. And our sponsors have been great. You know, uh, well, When they, you talk about wounded veterans, who can't help? You know, right. That's the thing. That's the thing. Like You got Gulf Bay Builders, which uh, I, you know, I just assume they're the construction guys, right? He's the one that builds it. So if they can go in there and do this on a 90-day on a turnaround with, I would imagine, mostly volunteers... And guy, you know the company, the company themselves. Right. Like what? Like I, I'm just trying to think in my head what can be done to do more of that. You know, like what if if you if we had to be required to go and put a certain amount of time in per month to go help out? How how much more we can get done? Oh, absolutely. Well, a lot of it, you know, isn't donated. So we do. That's why we do the kickball tournament. We try to raise enough money for the kickball yeah. tournament that we're able to buy stuff. Because at the end of the day, we we don't start the home until we can fully fund it. And then if we get donations, then that's a bonus. But right. we don't want to start a home and then run out of money and then it has to sit there. So we wait till we are fully funded to pay for everything that that home needs. And then if it's not if it's donated, then we we keep it for the next one. Right, right. But, the uh, more you can do, I got you. Right, absolutely. And we try, you know, we try to get the subs to come from one. They, they're building for profit in the area, so that. It helps them because they're already in the area, so it doesn't cost the construction guys that much from go to one street to another. Right. In this case, there's a brand new house right next to it. Oh, so, so they were, yeah, going over there on lunch break. Yeah, well, pretty much. I mean, they would jump on the one, uh, the two-story for-profit, boom, jump into Laura. So it, it was uh, it was a no-brainer that we were able to get a lot more donations, more more volunteer hours. From right, right, right. That's fantastic. Uh, again, it's tomorrow morning, 323 West Lambright Street. Uh, I got to ask Martin while he's in here, from a guy who had did it for a living, what do you think of the new rule with the uh, extra point going to the 15-yard line? Oh, did they, that change? Yeah, they changed it now. That shows how much I care now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, too bad for them. No. Uh, does I that thought you make, get like an alert on your phone or something. Does no. that make that big of a difference or does that help putting it a little back, uh, back a little bit further or no? No, no. I think it's, you know, because a lot of times there's some kicks that barely make it. Now pushing it back five could make it, you could have more misses. But these guys are getting so good that that five yards is not going to make a difference. I thought if they moved it to the 25 like originally they did in the preseason, right. that would make a difference because that's more like a 40-yard field goal. or Right. Too, I think so that would make a difference five yards not going to make a difference so. and then they also have where if it gets blocked they can run it back the defense can run it back and that score. makes a difference I would have got killed in a few times so. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah that I don't like that rule anybody get you really bad Anybody get to you? Actually, uh, my own teammate, Shelton Quarles. I, I actually made one tackle, which was probably my best tackle I ever made, and then he jumped on the pile and hit me and broke my rib. Oh, so really? That didn't feel good. But, uh, no, and I've gotten, you know, blindsided a couple of times. Cause, you know, you kick off, and you're just basically just watching the ball, and then they would turn around, circle around, and you, I don't know where they hit you on the side of the helmet. Yeah, so I yeah, got hit a few it. times. Yeah. yeah, and then obviously kicking, when they come in for the kick, you're not watching to hit your plant foot that's that doesn't feel too good but not nah, not not horrible oh i my worst fear i think would be to be laying under a pile of those guys oh, it's like yeah. claustrophobic and and if they're fighting for possession of the ball everybody just stays there until they pull people off i'd be freaking out if i was on the bottom of that pile i think of that all the time that's why as soon as i recover because i've recovered a couple fumbles on accident you know and i just get down hey right. man i'm down yeah yeah, yeah you don't want to be let's not fight for this <laughs> take it uh, that is awesome. i remember one time uh, Dexter Jackson could tell me pitch it, pitch it. I could look back. I don't know what's back. <laughs> you know what is so funny is that um, they had for the draft uh, this year they had a special thing in New York where they had all of the uh, Super Bowl MVPs, like all the living ones there. And I always wonder if Dexter Jackson gets invited to those things. Like if they invite if they invite the big name guys who made it, and then Dexter Jackson standing up there with. 
Right. Troy Aikman and whoever else is up there, and they're like, I remember Dexter Jackson. I had a one game I should have gave half of it to Dwight Smith. I remember all of that. Hey, he stepped up to the right time. You oh, know, yeah. I mean, I, like all the defensive players that we have, for him to come out as the MVP, can you imagine? I mean, he's got I, some yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Sap can't say he has Lynch. Those guys, Brooks, you know, those guys that played a phenomenal game. Yeah. And Dexter gets it. He deserved it. I mean, I mean, he made the, the picks at the right time. I, that whole defense was that year. was That like, was unbelievable. You could have named everybody defensive right. player that's of the true. game, the year, or whatever. I mean, those guys were on fire that there year. There was nothing. There was no, it, was you and, uh, it was you and that whole defense for, for years. Well, Brad, Brad Johnson was pretty good. Brad did a good job, yeah, yeah, yeah. man. We, we needed somebody that could, you know, move the ball around. Brad did. And then we had some new guys. You know, Mike also played a good role in that that year. So sure. I mean, we, we had that, the, the, the thing that I tell people about that team, it was like a family. Everybody got along. It was great. You know, that's what Coach Dungey creates. You yeah. Know, that's what he creates. Good guys that can play football. And I hope that's what they're getting to now with Lovey. I, yeah, I, I have to tell you, back then I was, in, I was in every practice. I was in every locker room now. I haven't been in the Bucks locker room for so long. I don't even know what the environment's like anymore, and I, I didn't go anywhere near the place when Chiano was there. So I would imagine now with Lovey, it's an entirely different environment, you know. And now with with Jameis and people already rallying around him, so absolutely, especially uh, with Lovey coming in last year, he already opened the door to the retire. They call us, I think, the uh, the vets or not vets. Uh some word for old player, you know. Right. <laughs> a nicer word. The legends. The legends. Oh, yeah. the legends. Now I just call us old. Uh, but now they open it up to us, so we can come out to practice, bring the family, uh, go to games. So we feel more like one buck is is one buck. Like we can. Yeah, didn't do that, right? He didn't want you guys there. I'm not sure if he didn't want us. Yeah, but yeah, we yeah, didn't yeah, feel well. They were, yeah. Well, they, the one time they threw Dexter out with his whole uh, foundation or group of kids, which that's ridiculous. It's so, insane. Yeah, you're bringing kids to see. I'm bring. I bring. I'm going to bring my soccer team to see how professionals train how they work and all that it's a great avenue that we have to tr teach kids and they were shutting the doors on us now yeah. with lovey and and his whole staff that door's open i mean i doesn't matter what time of day you call up hey i'm gonna bring somebody whatever they show you that they give you a whole tour of the facility which we didn't have that you know we yeah. in the hallway oh you, know, you guys were like. the worst so, uh, let me let me tell you how this was like okay they were in what what was a bunch of trailers uh pieced together for mm -hmm. offices and then their locker room, which is built in 1968, uh, was right by the airport. So they're out back sucking down jet fuel while they're practicing. Their weight room had their weights had rust on them. And then to eat the food that the guy would be cooking in the hallway, and they'd have to go get the food in the hallway and go sit and eat by their lockers. Now they got a whole big cafeteria with the big windows and everything. They're a chef. They yeah. have a chef. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. The coaches have their own private room to eat in. The guys I mean, on the team used to have to take turns cooking dinner. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they were literally, it was good food, though, but they were literally eating in the hallway. They, the guy would cook in the hallway, and they'd go out there and get their food. You got, you got, that's where the mercy came from. Well, yeah. it, all the way from that, from yeah. one bug. Yeah, right. carried it over But that, that, that gave us character, you know, that gave that team character because we call it the woodshack you yeah. know like we were coming out of there and didn't matter where we were coming we're training i mean it was like the rocky movie you know we're outside right. and we're rusted it half Siberia. of the weight room half of the weight room was outside yeah the half was inside so i mean yeah that's that, the truth there was an indoor outdoor weight room yeah i have a, a funny story about the uh the cooks you know like they cook every day right so yeah the guys kind of get tired so your rookie year you have to feed the team like the first round or second so when it came to my time the guy's like, look, we're fed up with this food. Get something else. And I'm like, man, I'm trying to be lazy. Right. We have to get there at 5 in the morning, set up. So I tell the guys, look, come out, set it up early, change the food around, and get out. So uh, it's you guys. <laughs> so I'm like, I walk in a little late. You know, kickers always come in a little later, and the linemen are looking for me. They want to kill me. They Who's already this know? Rookie? Who's this rookie? No, they didn't know it was uh, them. 
but they brought like junk. Like they uh, just made it. Like they didn't. They didn't like what was brought. Uh, right? So every lineman wanted to kill me. Uh, this is my third <laughs> week here. I'm, like, I'm hi literally hiding in my locker, and that's when Sap steps up. He's like, "Look, nobody touches my kicker. He's our guy. He's our kicker." Blah blah. He stands up in the locker room. Then I count in my locker, all like, you know, yeah, 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 that's right. Sam's gonna mess with me now. But man, for about. An hour, I thought I was going to die. <laughs> I love hearing those stories. Their rookie dinners and things like that. When they go out and the rookies have to pay a bill, it's like thirteen grand for the whole team and all that. Well, that's what it cost me for the for the year because I had Mark Royals. Yeah, just one guy, but I had to pay the whole year. Oh Jesus! Oh Jesus! Uh, Martin Gramatica, the Gramatica Family Foundation. Uh, they're tomorrow dedicating a home that they built to a wounded uh, Air Force Staff Sergeant, Laura Selinger. If you want to stop by and, and pay your, your respects to the uh, to the veteran and see what they accomplish, it's happening at 9.30 a.m., 323 West Lambright Street. Thank you to, to you guys for all that you do for the community and continue to do this. And anything we can always do to help, you're welcome on the show anytime. And uh, if you're a business and you're interested in donating, whether you want to donate money or you want to donate your service, you can contact the Grammaticas at uh, the Grammatica Family Foundation. Is that the website? Dot, yes, dot org. org. Okay. Yes. GrammaticaFamilyFoundation.org. Uh, and they can always use help. I know people are always, after you leave, everybody's like, oh, how do I help? How do I help? What do I do? Go to the go to the site. There's always something that your business can do to help out these veterans, and uh, these guys do it the right way, man. They build a house from nothing to something in 90 days, and give these people who put their lives on the line a place to live after their their job is done there. So thank you for that, and uh, then I guess we gotta. Start getting our legs Start stretching, ready for, Start yeah, stretching. for October. We'll see how good Galvin is at kicking. <laughs> oh, you'll see. No pressure, man. Pressure now. No pressure. I eat it. Martin, thanks. Thanks for coming no, thank in, Thank you man. guys for always being here for us and helping us get the word out. Anytime. If you need Spanish to come help put some nails in, we'll set yeah, them up. Yeah, he can be sure. a He can fit in. Oh, what, the base, <laughs> just a baseboard? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, I was going to talk to Rob. I don't know him that well yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys are all about the same height. It's adorable. Yeah. Yeah. I think I got him. Come on, man. Dana, let me the hair. Stand up next to each other. Rob, stand next to Martin. In no, I got it. Right, oh, yeah. I want to take a picture of this. Oh, oh my God. Martin's Martin a giant. 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 Look at that. Hold on. Look at that. Oh, hilarious. All right, tweet that picture out. Can I get in that picture now? No. <laughs> I All think right. that's the only two guys I can look down on. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. In more ways than one.